You're listening to a podcast from the Finnish Football Show. Yes, it's the Finnish Football Show. I'm Mark Wiltshire. I'm joined today by Rich. Hi, Rich. Hello. And by Keke. Hi, Keke. Terve. And we're here to preview the second round of qualifying fixtures for Euro 2024 as Finland take on Slovenia and San Marino in Group H. Um, we're going to talk through the Finland squad in some detail, um, welcoming the new faces, speculating on the team selection, formations, etc. And we're going to cover the Hulkiat opponents in much less detail. So sorry about that. I think we, we proved quite how little detail we have to say about these other teams in the last preview episode. And uh, when, <laughs> there's not a lot of information to be found out there for the San Marino squad, if I'm completely honest, even if we did know who they were. But I couldn't find a, a squad listing easily when I was... Uh, Crawling through Twitter. But I think if if we just start with the with the squad selections, and I think last time we went through kind of through the squad section by section, starting with the the, the goalkeepers and the defense. And and let's just have a little talk first of all about who's in, who's out, and and maybe the new faces that are that are in there. So how about Keke if I throw you the, the softball? To start with, we've got three three goalkeepers, Viliami Sinisalo, Lukas Radetzky and Jesse Joronen, which uh, no real changes there. No, I mean, they're the ones you would expect. Um, obviously, we, Rich has spoken about uh, Viliami Sinisalo before. He's he's making more and more bench bench appearances for Aston Villa in the Premier League. Um, yeah, so he's uh, he's up-and-coming keeper. Um, Carl Johan Eriksson, who was been in and out of recent squads as well. He's uh, he's made his loan move to Nordjylland permanent from Dundee United. So now he's now he's got a bit more of a um a, a permanent home. We might see him dip in and out again. But yeah, three keepers as uh, no real surprises. You'd expect the um obviously Radetzky, Jesse Jordan, and then Sinisalo picking up some valuable experience with the squad. So yeah, pretty standard stuff. Obviously, I think we'll uh, all expect. Lukas Radetzky to start. I mean, um, Jesse Jordanin might get might get a game against the, the slightly smaller team in San Marino. Where they might they might see that as an opportunity to get to get Jesse some minutes under his belt. So um, yeah, we'll we'll see. But yeah, no, nothing nothing to uh, nothing to worry about in that position, mate. No, I think that's quite a good point. Actually, I hadn't thought about that, but that would make sense to just rotate it through. They're all at the end of a, a, a long season and and give Luke the the more challenging game and then let Yeso take the, the game against San Marino, which really we should be winning. Indeed. Um looking at the defense, um there's a there's a large list of players. I've got I've got something to say about this, but I'll let I'll let Rich go first. So I I'll re- read across the, the the list here. There's Urunen, uh, Richard Jensen, Hoskonen, Thomas, Henho. Ivanov, Alho, Soeri, Ollila, and Pallas. Um, what what about you, Rich? What what struck you about the squad? 
Um, well, I mean, there's there's obviously some some big absences with uh, with injury. Uh, O'Shaughnessy still not there. Uh, the Weissmans are both missing as well. Um, Tenho, uh, he's returned recently to to Hoyko's starting eleven. He'd been injured for quite some time. Um, it's it's difficult because I think this we're still kind of seeing where these gaps are in the squad and, and who's filling them and. And again, you know, again, depending on the formation that River chooses for for each game, does he go with a four or five or three or whatever? Um, and I think um, Thomas has done really well in Norway since he's moved over uh, from Cups. And I think, you know, whether he's sort of ready to start a game, I, I don't know. But you'd assume that even off Jensen would be two, and then from there you're looking at Hoskinen did done well as well when when he's played. So it's it's a it's a Settledish thing, but you just look and see. And then, as always, as as we talk about on here, the fullbacks or the wingbacks are kind of up for discussion, really. Because when you look at, um, you know, Yera Urunen is um, he's just got relegated with Schalke. I think he's been released as well. Um, Ivanov also, I believe, is also being released by uh, by his club in Poland. So, um, but then you've got Olila, who's you know, that goal-scoring fullback from Ilves, and he's carried on at Hoyko this season. Palace, uh, he was in one. I think he was in one of the winter squads and, and made his debut then. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've got some Vekas Liga players in there. So it's nice for that. But again, it's just you know, Alho, Soiri against decent opposition, and we'll have to be honest, Slovenia are pretty good. Um, you know, they're, they're going to get tested, assuming that at least one of them will play, and probably Urunon on the left. Yeah, I. I... Dropped into in the for the listener or the the viewer, if you look just down below where you're watching this, there's a link to the blog post, and and in the blog post, I just sort of drop in a a picture of the uh, of the squad, which is let's say donated by Palolito to the to the course. <laughs> Thank you, Palolito. And um, I I dropped in the new squad just above the 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 old squad while I was setting things up, and I left it there just for the time being. Because something struck me that in the in the previous squad we named seven defenders, and in this squad we've named ten, which makes me think that that might be reverting to a sort of three centre backs and and two wing backs because there's a lot more players in there to potentially choose from, and I think I don't think any of us were completely convinced with with a back four in the last few games and there's several of those uh of those wing backs in there that can that can start and, and actually come on and change things too yeah i mean um even obviously we'll move on to the midfield but there's a couple of names in the midfield who river doesn't mind deploying in a sort of wing back you know position so um so yeah i mean just just touching on the defenders there obviously rich said about o'shaughnessy and um, and the absence of the Vison and brothers Leo Weissman's picked up an in- injury in MLS that keeps him out till September, I believe. So, um, so that's a shame. But I mean, you know, we've gone on extensively about the about the change in in the defence since Arjuri and Duvio hung up their international boots, and it's just it's you know once we got a little bit settled with some new faces, and then they've dipped out through injury or loss of form or whatever, and it just feels like it's it's a it's a sort of ever changing, ever changing thing the the, the Finland defence at the moment. But um, yeah, I've, I've got to agree with Rich. I think even off Jensen, Oskinen's 
been playing well when he's when he's been playing in Poland since his move. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see to see those three. I'd like to I'd like to bring in some comments from uh, Asikor manager Wacking uh, Gomez. Uh, I don't know if this has been said publicly, but this was said to me directly, questioning what exactly it is the Asikor defenders have to do to get a chance. Uh, Villa Tikkanen and Matej Radetzky are playing in a squad that's conceded three goals in 11 games this season. Um, but it, it's just not cool or trendy to select players from other Vekas Liga squads maybe than Hoyiko and the occasional... Well, if they sign to Hoyiko, then they'll get a call up. That's, well, we yeah, know that thanks, thanks Rich. That's very helpful. <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to be suggesting that but it's but it, you know in a way it's a fair it's a fair point and um, maybe we'll we'll cover touch on that subject a little bit more when we get to the forward line as well um this is, I, a, I this to... is an, an international episode and he still manages to strong arm SU core in there golden with, with with direct quotes for the ears no, of, the, of the of the of the Finnish football show listeners what can I in, say in the know in the know <laughs> yes yeah, um, um yeah, I, I, I'll have, I've got another little off-air anecdote for you afterwards. I'm really, I'm really treating you two to all the all oh, the goodies. Oh, this is really, it's not that exciting, and it's not good for public for for broadcast. Not interesting enough for broadcast. But anyway, there you go. Um, so uh, let's let's forget all that nonsense and move on to the. Um, well, let's let's do the midfield. So it's uh, we got Robert Robert Taylor, Glenn Kamara, Rasmus Schuler, uh, Suhanen, Mampa, Niskinen. Tairinen and Peltola. Um, Keke, you were saying before about certain players in there that that could be deployed wide and and as as attacking wingbacks. Um, but but one notable absence from the from the midfield as well. Yeah, I mean um, Robert Taylor, soon to be teammate of Lionel Messi, is uh, is one who we've seen sort of deployed in a in a, a wingback or or slightly further back winger role and Ilmarie Niskanen who's just been relegated with Dundee United unfortunately um, actually Niskanen came into some half decent form himself to, towards the end of, of the SPFL season and uh, and chipped in with a goal and a couple of assists but ultimately wasn't enough to save Dundee United but yeah he's another one who um, who's familiar with that position but um, yeah cracking midfield Kai Kairanen's just picked up a championship League winners medal in in Czechia, yeah, with Sparta Prague. Mm. So, um, so yeah, uh, kudos to him. But I think the the notable absence you're you're talking about is Robin Lodd, maybe. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he's had 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 an operation, um, picked up an injury, had an operation. So that's that's what keeps him out. But Rasmus Schuller's in fantastic form. He's had a couple of man and a match performances recently. Ansi Suhanin is back playing for, for Hamburg. So, yeah, I mean, um, there's creativity still in there, even with the absence of Lud. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's surprising, obviously, I'm, you know, show my bias again, but um, Nisila isn't in the squad. I mean, he's been mm. amazing for mm. Cups um, since, since his return around Easter time. Um, he should I mean, move again, to Oyeko, Rich. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, it, again, though, it's, it just shows really that, you know, that whatever reasoning behind you know his move to Korea which didn't ultimately work out and come back to Cups and, and he's on a short-term contract I mean uh, 
again, Finland isn't a shop window as such, and his contract initially runs till July, although now there's talk of extending it. But um, but he's he's the really the form player in, in the Vegas Liga at the moment, like individually anyway. Um, and it's a surprise he's not in a squad. I know like we're kind of touching on the, the borders of the forward line as well now, but Simon Scrab um, has been doing really well as well since uh, yep. I mean, he's been riddled with injury and bad luck and whatever, but uh, he's been doing really Kalmar, is that now? Kalmar, um, yeah. Yeah, um, he's been doing really well. And again, he's a player who three, four years ago, that team that qualified for the Euros, he was very much a squad regular. Um, I think he may have been even on the pitch of the Liechtenstein game. Um, well, so, so, was, so was half of Helsinki. Well, you know. so, was, so was Keke, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but, um, but no, it's, you know, there's also embarrassment of riches and such. And as he said about the wing-backs, I'm sure even, was Ant-Man a winger in one of the recent games? A yeah. wing-back? He certainly well, played yeah, wide so. wide up front, didn't he? Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I think, mm. I think one, of, one of the games here, yeah, he played, played from what? Uh, wing back, but um, I mean, it's a strong side. Um, again, you know, Schuller's a, a dead set at the start. I think Kamara, uh, he's not played much for Rangers. I mean, you know, he's, he'll be due a move, but you know, he puts on that Finland shirt, he still steps up. So, mm. again, it's just who do they put in that three? Do they, you know, without Lord, who would be kind of the first choice of the kind of attacking midfielders? Um, it, there's opportunity for someone there. I mean, Suhun, Suhunen has been arguably playing at the high higher level and doing well but um again he's not you know he got sent off in his last game didn't he so but um yeah, but, yeah no it's yeah. it's um it's a, it's a decent looking midfield and you've got you know a lot of depth there which is nice um and there's a you know obviously a bit more structure to it than perhaps the the wing back side anyway so the kind of mm-hmm. spine of the team looks relatively settled but let's let, we'll have a look at the two at the two specific games and who might who might line up in each in each one because that that will definitely make a difference I suspect. But but looking at the forward line, we've got Dembuki, Joel Bochimbalo, uh, Benjamin Chelman, Oliver Antman, and Daniel Hawkins. And this is one I've got something to say about. But beforehand, it's noticeable from the from the previous game that uh, Frederick Henson and Marcus Force are not in the squad. And and there's only five forwards this time instead of six. So so Hawkins comes in and that, that fills the forward line this time. Um any any particular reasons for Jensen and Force being out? Not that I'm aware of. I mean Force was playing quite well and regularly for, for Middlesbrough mm-hmm. at the tail end of the season. Uh don't know much about Jensen, but um it's it's just strange. I mean, I guess, um, you know, whatever the reason, end of a long season and playoffs and that, I mean, that might have had something to do with balls at least. But, um, you know, when you think that they surely they'll be rotating again, you know, most of the rest of that squad have had a long season for those yeah, playing yeah, in the yeah. kind of mainstream leagues anyway. So you think there'll be some, you know, I can't imagine there'll be many players playing a full 90 on Friday will start at least against San Marino on the Monday. Um so yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, there's there's favourites and then there's form, and it's difficult because I River's never going to not play Temu Puki if he's fit. Um, yet Poi and Palo is the form centre forward, and yet when the two of them play together, generally it's not great. Hmm. Um, there was one of one of the games. I think it was at Romania in the Nations League last year. Um, one of the halftime kind of analysis showed that the basically two of them were like tied on a piece of string together and. 
they kept following each other around and they were taking up the same spaces. So I wonder if that's part of, you know, what, what they might have to look at. And I mean, obviously Ant-Man offers something very different that we've mm-hmm. seen in his few games so far. Um, Chelman, yeah, he's got a good record as well. So, um, I mean, Slovenia is obviously the, the tougher game and and that, but, um, you know, I mean, whether San Marino are going to be the, the whipping boys or not, I mean, Finland yeah, should win that. But again, how lightly do you take it if you're sort of planning ultimately for qualifying and, and a tough autumn. Yeah, and so, I, I mean, mentioned... Freddie... Go, go on, Kate, Sorry, mate, sorry. I was just going to say, Freddie Jensen, um, he signed a new contract with Augsburg uh, quite recently, so obviously he's a valued member of their squad, and um, he, he usually he usually gets a gets a nod. I don't know if there's any sort of any sort of knock he's picked up or anything, but um, but it's nice to see Daniel Hawkins step in. He's, um, where is he? Val, Val, uh, Valarenga. Val, Valarenga, yeah. Um, scored the other week and uh, did his little Taria Cha 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 celebration on the pitch, which was, <laughs> yeah, that was which was fantastic. But um, but yeah, exciting, exciting. I mean, I, I can't remember how old he is now, but you know, he, he's only he's only twenty two, and yeah. and and has been you know came through probably at the age of eighteen at, at Asicor. and mm. you we saw him develop over the over the years, and then a, a year and 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 into a player that was quite happy to get the ball at his feet and go and dribble with it. So I'd yeah. be interested to see if that's that's still how he's playing. Um, and, you know, he he scored a few goals, not not prolifically, but this year he scored three and one assist in eight games that he started, I think, for, uh, yeah. for Valerenga. And it was quite interesting because he, he left midway through last season, left Asicor, Played played fifteen times for us. Then moved on loan to FC Jerv, Jerv, yeah. yeah. Um, played seven out of seven for them, and then moved there permanently. And then during the close season, Valerenga bought him. Yeah, and and that's a step up because Valerenga is a side that you know you hear playing in Europe regularly. Mm. And I mean, I suspect that that like me, the other Ashley Core fans are proud of one of their. One of the young boys coming through, going into a bigger league and getting into the the national team. So maybe they don't have to go to Hoyikor; they just need to leave the country to get wow, to get noticed. I've seen that as well. Yeah, yeah, true that. Yeah. True that. Um, okay, so that's that's the squad itself, and now the two specific fixtures. Um, in the in the show notes, I did find a squad. For Slovenia uh, on on Twitter, so and they've they've named three keepers, uh, eight defenders, nine, ten midfielders, and only two forwards. Mm. So that suggests a kind of five three two three three five two four five one type lineup, and worth noting that their their previous two games they. They beat Kazakhstan 2-1 away, and we know that Kazakhstan are no, are no mugs. And then they beat Slovenia only two, uh, sorry, they beat San Marino two, only 2-0 two at home. Um, so they sit top of the group at the moment with six points from two games. Denmark are second with three points, having lost to Kazakhstan. Then Kazakhstan are third on three points, Finland are fourth on three points, and Northern Ireland are fifth on three points. So it's after two games, it's pretty tight at the moment. 
Um, yeah. Uh, go on. I'll tell I'll tell you what though they're um they're they're not a muggy team, Slovenia. I mean they've some so, some of their squad are playing in decent leagues. There's a couple of players at Udinese. Um, a couple of players are in the Greek Super League with pa- Panathinaikos, I believe. Um, yeah, there's there's a couple in the Polish league. So so our lads who play in Poland will be familiar with them. But um, I think their their recent record. I don't I don't think they've lost in eight games. Uh, yeah, I think that, they've that won in- five, drawn three. Yeah, that includes includes a one-one away to Sweden in the Nations League. Um, yeah, so and, and a two-one win over Norway in the Nations League as well. So, so you know they're they're not to be taken lightly, old Slovenia. Yeah, I, um, I I'd agree. I'd agree with that. And if they're top at this stage, then they're there to be shut down, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I I put a little thing out on Twitter. Um, you know, if anyone had any great insight into any of these and um <laughs> I think Kevin Mosley did do some research for us again pointing out what, what Keke did um yeah they haven't lost in eight games but they uh, the last time Finland played him was uh, 10 years ago and uh, Finland won 2-0 so uh Moisander and Hammerlinen who are still playing but not in the squad so uh yes yes um but yeah he also did provide some uh, some input <laughs> well around the uh, statistics around San Marino anyway but um but yeah it's uh it's just an unknown quantity, aren't they? Just a, a banter Twitter account now, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, like just with just with Slovenia, they, they, there's um, Benjamin Sesko plays at, at um, Red Bull Salzburg. So these these are are teams that are you know in sort of European competition uh, clubs. You may not necessarily have heard of Slovenian players, but you've definitely heard of the clubs that that they're playing for. So, um, so yeah, you know, and and they seem to obviously from their recent results, they seem to gel quite well as a team. But as Rich said, when was it, Rich? Ten years ago that we last played them. Yeah, and that was a that was a two 0 win. So the momentum's firmly with us. And <laughs> the stadium, the the Olympia Stadium in Helsinki for this game will be as as near as as near as full. As is possible, really. The last time I saw it was thirty thousand plus tickets sold for thirty-two thousand capacity. Any any updates on that since the last um, show? Well, I haven't heard anything, but I think um, Slovenia did return most of their allocation um, to go on top of that. So, um, I mean, there, there might be the odd singles here and there on on the day, but I mean, Palalita have got a competition at the moment with a uh, alcohol-free beer sponsor to. Watch the game pitch side from a hot tub, and uh, they're providing <laughs> and they're providing mobile mobile saunas outside the stadium as well uh, to get into the uh, experience. I won't name the beer because they haven't given me any. But um, <laughs> um, fancy fancy ruining a hot tub and sauna experience by drinking alcohol free beer as well. It seems a bit pointless. <laughs> Um, yeah. but but also it's going to be really hot in Helsinki on Friday. They're looking at being sort of twenty five to twenty eight degrees. So I think the whole stadium is going to feel like a bit of a bit of a sauna. Um, but that's it. I think, and I, but but less <laughs> less a sauna. Hopefully, more of a cauldron for those Oof. Slovenia players to uh, to come out and play play football in. Um, what do we think of the team? I, I mean, I, what what you were saying before about. Um, about the more solid, experienced midfielders, I'm I'm wondering if it might be it might be a three man midfield of Kamara, Shula, and Kyrinen, um, with maybe with maybe Taylor to 
to come on and a couple of a couple of strikers up front and start with the with the more experienced team against the the stronger opponents in this first game. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think I think you're spot on. He's he's, he's going to go with with the experience against against this opening fixture, the uh, the tougher opponent, you know. So um, so yeah, I think you'll you'll definitely see Rasmus Schuller in there holding the midfield and, and trying to pull the strings. Glenn Kamara definitely. We spoke about the centre backs, you know, even off Jensen probably get the nod, and then yeah, depending if it's the, the five, you know, you, you Taylor Niskanen, Urunen might get a run out, you know, but yeah, I think. I do think they've got to go for it. You know, we're at home. You've mentioned the full house. Mm. So we've, we've got to go for it. But yeah, I think, I think it's in, in a way, these, these fixtures are, are quite nice because hopefully you can get the, get sort of three points on the board against Slovenia at home, or at least get your, get your, your strongest team out and then, you know, do a bit of rotation for the, for the San Marino game. But, mm. but yeah, I think that, I don't think River will take any chances. I think we'll, we'll see, his strongest team against Slovenia. And if if the any of the listeners or viewers are going to the game on Friday, I will be there wearing this t-shirt. If you see me wearing the Finnish football show Swarmy t-shirt, then do come up and say hello. Um and if you've seen me there before and said hello, I'm gonna say it again. Heck his friends, heck his friends that he travels around Europe with watching the hooky often come up and say hello. So if you want to kick his friends, come and come and remind me of that fact um i won't remember everyone i speak to this time or from last time so yeah hey you know be gentle with me um what about what about monday then let's 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 wrap it up just by looking at at the san marino game if we think that that's a game we should win that we're strong enough to to win that and we've talked about maybe some of the players changing who do you think might get a run out rich on monday against san marino um i'd imagine the probably well, when you're looking at the spine again, um, assuming Puki <laughs> and Poy and Palo don't play together on um, on Friday, I guess Poy and Palo will probably play on um, on Monday. Um, other than that, I, I guess I mean River kind of does keep an eye on those you know yellow cards, bands approaching and stuff. I don't think we're quite as cynical as you know, a Mourinho team would get yourself booked and miss the San Marino game. But um, I haven't got the list of bookings so far to end. But um, but I think, you know, ultimately River's going to pay them the respect that, you know, this is a team to put out to win. He's not going to put kids out for, for the sake of it. But, um, you know, still going to put out a strong team. And there are, you know, even the other players in the squad, they should be sufficient to come in and, and really kind of be on the front foot. And they're going to have to be because Finland... You know, talked about before. You know, up, to, up until four or five years ago, Finland were almost always the underdog in the mm. team. They were, mm. you know, playing defensively, playing on the back foot. Now they've got to play the other way, and it happens more and more. Um, and it's, I mean, against San Marino, it's it's going to happen. They're going to put eleven behind the ball, and you know, either hope for one on the break or hope Finland have an off day. Um, I think they've just got to be disciplined and structured, and you know, stick to a formation and take chances and, and that kind of thing and just don't get, don't do anything silly. Yeah. I can I'm see, not... I can see, okay. I can see Ant-Man getting a, if he doesn't get a chance on Friday, I can see Ant-Man getting a chance on, hmm. on Monday. You know, we, we've seen what he can do. He's, uh, he's quite, a, quite, a, quite a pacey player. He's got, got quite long legs, isn't he? But he's, um he still seems quite pacey, you know? So, um so yeah, I think, I think, you know, we, we might see, might see Ant-Man try and, um, 
try and break through that San Marino defence. But yeah, Rich is right. They'll probably try and pack it out. And it's down to us to try and try and breach that that defence and uh, and get get a few goals on on the on the board. But, but yeah, I'll, I'd be I'd be looking out for Oliver Antman on Monday. Yeah, I think was it the uh, the Montenegro game in the uh, the Nations League? They defended quite deeply, and I think it was a combination of Antman and, and Chalman were able to work in that kind of narrow space. They didn't need room to run onto the ball. Um, Ant-Man was quite direct from the wing and Chalman was operating really well inside the box. Uh, against San Marino, they're not going to leave that space. So you need to be creative, whether it's step-overs, things like that, the, the little flicks and tricks, because you're not going to have the opportunity to run in behind them. So again, it's just, you know, I mean, I think it was that game. I think Chalman looked like he'd been watching the old original Ronaldo and some of the things there. And I think he's going to have to, you know, look to find those opportunities on Monday night. So what do we what do we think about some score predictions? How do we feel about this? Rich. Um, um for fin- Finland Finland versus Slovenia first. Uh I'll sit on a fence and get some more splinters, but you say one all. One one. All right. Uh and let me out. Let me yep, here we go. Okay, what about you? What are you thinking? Because I like to be the eternal optimist, I'm going to say Finland are going to nick that one 2-1, which yeah. I have to caveat by saying will be a tremendous result. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely would be. Definitely would be. And I'm going to go, I think there will be goals. I don't think, I don't think 1-0, but it might be tight. I'll go 1-0, just to, just to be different to you, to you two. <laughs> and what about, San Marino. Uh, I'll go. I'll go three nil. Three nil. And Keke. Well, I think um, I think Estonia beat San Marino away four nil recently. Um, okay. I know we had our own our own slip up against uh, our neighbours across the Baltic Sea, San Marino, in a in a friendly not so long ago. But you know, I'm going to say I'm going to say four nil as well. Finland to do San Marino four nil away from home. And I'm going to say 4-1 because I've got, I think we've got a slip up there. <laughs> a little mistake, <laughs> but a win anyway. Stuart Pearce giving the ball away in the uh, something, first seven seconds. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we, will, we will come back to these in our match report episode. So we're going we're gonna to review both games um, in, one, in one show uh, in about a week's time, uh, the Wednesday after the, uh, after the San Marino game. So, because because the weekend is busy and I'm going to be away in Helsinki for most of it. So, and then we'll go straight into San Marino game. So we'll be back on together on uh, Wednesday the 21st or something like that. And we'll get that episode out as soon as we can after that. The predictions are there and we can come back to those and see if we know anything about football at all. Or if, as we've been demonstrating for seven and a half years, we've just hopeless bluffers. <laughs> right, Keke. Yeah, thank right. you very much for joining us. Kedos. Rich, thanks for joining. Hey, hey. Listener, viewer, if you want to watch these games, there's links in the blog post where you can find them on uh, Ule 2 or on Ule Arena here in Finland. There's a few other useful links in there. Enjoy the games and until the next episode of Finnish Football Show, thanks a lot. Goodbye. 
You've been listening to the Finnish Football Show. You can find us online at finnishfootballshow.com. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. You can follow the Finnish Football Show page and group on Facebook and also on Instagram. See the links in the episode description. You can also connect with the five hosts on Twitter, at Explore Finland, at FC Suomi, at Escape to Suomi, at Kekemuluri and at Mano99. Links to the Finnish Football Show merch stores are also in the episode description. 